0: Welcome to Dear Diary, the self-love podcast. This is your place to dive deep into personal development and self-love inspiration. Connecting you to your intuition, your body, and your higher self, while unlocking and activating your confidence and inner power. Inspiring you to show up and choose you over everything that gets thrown in your way, instead of listening to the limiting beliefs running around inside of your head. We will explore a variety of topics from conquering fear, letting go of doubt, self-awareness, mom guilt, trusting your intuition, along with a ton of self-care tools that I'll be sharing along the way. With solo sessions and a magnetic guest list of remarkable souls, this is my platform to empower others while using my voice to share my self-love, growth, and healing journey. I hope that this podcast serves you well and you get as much value from it as I do sharing it. So here we go. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Amanda Beatty, and today I want to talk to you about what does it mean for me to embody self-love? Really, truly allow it to be the essence of who I am, how I show up, how I treat and love myself, and the, the radical changes that I have made in my life, the shifts that I have made so that I can embody this highest version of me even when life feels crazy, crazy. So what prompted this week's episode, I was doing this branding workshop and I was struggling with my message. You know, I, I dub myself the self-love guru. This is the self-love podcast. I talk a lot about self-love and I often feel really cliche when I do it because I know that self-love is like this buzzword, right? It's this really... Trendy, popular, cliche term for like bubble baths and shopping trips and meditation and journaling. And it's like, yeah. And to me, it means so much more than that. And so, in today's episode, I really want to encompass and teach you how I embody. Self love. It is a lifestyle for me. It's not about bubble baths and manicures and Netflix and chilling with a glass of wine like it used to be for me. That was self care. That was how I loved myself. And now it looks completely different. So I want to share that with you today. Um, But first, I ask you, What does self-love mean to you? What does it mean to love yourself? How do you show yourself love? What does that look like for you? Is it something that you do daily? Maybe weekly? Perhaps monthly? Is it a habit and a routine? Or is it something that you resort to when you're in, like, damage control mode and you're like, whoa, shit just got out of hand. I haven't done anything for myself. Let's go revisit that self-love thing. Is it intentional? Or is it, like I mentioned before, just sort of chilling out on the couch with a glass of wine, watching your favorite show? binging something that gives you anxiety, (laughs) scrolling on your phone, not really fully landed in anything, just kind of existing. What is it to you? What do you do to love yourself? Really get curious about that because that's the first thing that I'm going to mention on how I embody self-love. I listen to what's alive inside of me. I get quiet in stillness long enough to ask questions and then hear the answers. And this isn't in my mind. It's in my body. It comes from my being. And if I would have heard someone say those words to me that I just repeated to you two years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck is she talking about? Stillness? No, thank you. Listening to my soul? Yeah, no. So if that's you, that's okay. But stillness can mean so many It can have so many different meanings, and I talked about this a lot in day one of the self-love experience, so you can go back and look at that podcast episode. But stillness is any time you just get quiet to be with yourself. It can mean breath work, meditation, silence, literally just sitting there for 10 minutes, allowing your thoughts to come and go, and come, and go, not attaching to them, not fixing them, not needing to shift them, not wanting to distract from them, just noticing and being self-aware for just like 10 minutes, five minutes even. It's something that I do every morning, and even this morning, I hit snooze so many times that I wasn't even fully conscious or aware that I did it. And... Finally, I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, I now I have to get my kid up, and I really just wanted to sit and meditate. So I did that. I took 10 minutes. I woke him up and I said, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go back to bed. Ten minutes, right? And I just sat and listened. I have the, the box fan in my room. I like cannot sleep without a fan on. And I just listened to the humming of that fan. And any time a thought came in, I noticed it and then I sent it on its way and I went back to listening to the fan for just 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, I was able to get up in a calm way. I was able to tap into what was going on inside of me. I was able to set my intentions for how I wanted to show up for this day, for how I wanted this day to feel. Not all the to do lists of the day, just how do I want to feel today? I want to feel satisfied. I want it to be easy. I want to flow through my day. I want to be intentional and I want to be satisfied. Like right there, that is like the ultimate, in my opinion, that is the ultimate act of self-love. Just to check in with my being and see, what do you want today? Do you want a whole list of things to do? Or do you simply want to just be today and allow yourself to flow with what feels good? And yes, you can still do this, even if you clock a nine-to-five job. I know sometimes I judge myself. I say these things that I don't work outside of the home, so it is easy for me to flow. However, I'm still a mom. I still have a life. I'm still human. There's still things to do, right? So that transitions me into my next embodiment of self-love. How do you start your day? Do you rush? Do you hit snooze 45,000 times? which is actually so bad for your sleep cycle because it tricks your body into thinking it's going through another sleep cycle and then it actually doesn't. There's a whole thing on it. I'm not going to get into it. You can Google it, but snooze is the worst, and I am an avid snooze hitter. So, yeah, working on that. But how do you start your day? Do you start it with ease and grace? Do you have a morning ritual that feels nourishing? Or do you get out of bed and, you know, it's chaos and you're stressed and, you know, life is happening and you're, you're stumbling and your kids are late and your coffee is all over and you're just, ah, stressed? Or do you wake up a little bit extra? Give yourself a little extra time, a little extra early so that you can have a cup of hot coffee and maybe read a book or listen to a podcast or sit in silence or listen to music and just be with yourself before your day starts. Do you hit the gym in the morning because it feels good to get your body moving? Do you have a, a morning yoga or do you stretch your body when you get out of bed that's one of the things that i've incorporated in my day if i can't do yoga if i don't have time to stretch and move i do it in bed and even just before i even let my feet hit the floor i just stretch and move and roll my neck And breathe and allow my body to just wake up in a way that feels nourishing, not chaotic and rushed and stressed. How do you start your day? And on the other side of the coin, how do you end your day? Do you go to bed stressed about everything that happened that day? Do you go to bed worried and anxious about all the things that you need to do tomorrow? Or do you maybe sit with a notepad and write down everything that you're grateful for that day, no matter how big or small? How do you end your day? Do you just binge Netflix until you crash? Or do you turn off screens and allow yourself to just process the day, let go of what didn't serve you, give yourself grace for how you did show up, have some compassion for your experiences, and give yourself love before you enter into your slumber. These little acts of kindness and compassion, these intentional moments throughout your day, that is how you embody self love. I used to wait until I was in burnout mode before I would show myself any sort of act of self love or care. And then I realized that's not how this works. I don't just let my kid fend for himself and then once a week be like, you need food? You look a little parched. How about you have some water? Have you slept at all or have you just been on your iPad? Did you change your – have you showered this week? Like I don't – we don't do that with our kids, with our loved ones. Why on earth would we do it to us? So what daily routines do you have that bring you peace, that bring you into the present moment? And that is my next point. Living life in the present is one of the most powerful powerful acts of self-love. Being present not stressed about what happened in the past, not anxious about what could happen or might happen in the future, but really bringing myself to the present moment. And that takes effort. That takes some doing over and over and over again. And some days, it's easier than others. But really bringing myself present to what's going on right now in this moment. How can I be present with myself? How can I be present with my family? How can I be present with this dinner that I'm cooking and put love into the food that I'm preparing for my family? How can I be present with myself when I say I want to sit down and watch Netflix and just relax and like watch some mindless entertainment to just forget about my day? Am I actually being present with that or am I still scrolling on my phone? So whatever it is that you're doing, maybe you're driving, right? Are you actually being present with yourself? Or are you so lost in your head, worried about the things that you need to do and the things you haven't done that you're not even focusing on the road? You're not even focusing on what's in front of you. How many how many times have you done that where you're like, whoa, how did I get this far down the road? How did I go an entire town? And I like didn't even realize I was driving, right? You just like You consciously like shut off, which is fine. And how can you get present? Be in the experience, be in the present moment. That's how I check in with myself. That's how I notice what's going on. You ever just find yourself like snapping for no reason or just like your day went sideways and you're just like, ah, get present to why going on inside of there. Get present with yourself, which moves me into my next embodiment of self-love, feeling your feelings. I have a whole outline on doing this, and it's going to be probably in next week's episode or the following, but feeling your feelings, becoming a better feeler, not distracting, dissociating. Coping, ignoring, sweeping under the rug, pretending like they don't exist, or hyper focusing on all of the bad ones, but just becoming a better feeler, welcoming your feelings without attaching to them, welcoming the feelings, not the stories around the feelings. What would happen? If you just allowed yourself to get present with what's going on inside of you and just be with your feelings without needing to change or shift or distract from them, just welcoming them. Does that sound terrifying? It's okay if it does. It did to me in the beginning too. And now I'm like BFFs with my feelings, even the really shitty ones. I'm like, oh, hey, fear. What's going on? Oof, that makes a lot of sense, why you would feel really scared right now. You got a lot of doubt going on inside of that body of yours. Mm, There's a lot of lack and scarcity there. That makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna give you some love right now, send you some compassion. You don't have to go away but you're also not who I am. So I'll just let you be here and give myself a little extra love. Maybe take it a little slower, hydrate my body a little more, maybe do some breath. Hmm. Hmm. Fear, you don't seem so scary now. Doubt, you're not throwing me off my track. Scarcity, you're not dragging me down. They're just there. And so is love and compassion and trusting and acceptance and my truth. And they're louder. Becoming a better feeler. Mm, That is the most juicy way to embody self-love. So is saying yes to what feels good, no to what does not, listening and trusting your intuition, choosing you over and over and over again. Because in order to put others first, you need to be pouring from a full cup. Practicing mindfulness that goes along with the stillness and being present, being mindful of your thoughts, your actions, the way you're showing up, the intention in which you feel your feelings and show yourself compassion, personal development, When's the last time you shut off a trashy Netflix show? I guess I give Netflix a bad rep. Like, I keep mentioning Netflix. There's a lot of good shit on Netflix, okay? I just want to say that. (laughs) But, like, when's the last time you watched something really trashy that, like, gave you anxiety? Hands down, I couldn't watch Dahmer. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, the show's so good. The show's so good. I got through, like, four episodes and I was like, (gasps) oh. I can't watch this anymore. I have anxiety. (laughs) It's like I it doesn't feel good to watch this. I'm not watching it, you know, and it's probably a great show, but like, no thanks. So I would put on a podcast episode instead and listen to personal development. Like, what can you do that's a little bit more nourishing when you have that downtime, right? Like finding a good book. Yes, the raunchy sexy ones are amazing. And I know those are like all the rage right now but like when's the last time you picked up a personal development book i've got like six sitting in front of me right now and one of them how to do the work uh, by the holistic psychologist i follow her on instagram too that book is so good and she's got another one coming out like there's so many good books that you could open up and learn so much about yourself? What about a YouTube video that's filled with positive affirmations and awareness and compassion and just like breathes life into you? How are you developing yourself? How are you checking in with what's going on inside of you? Maybe what needs to be released. Maybe what's not serving you. And maybe what's encouraging you to do more of what makes you happy. That is self-love. Coming back home to you is self-love. Finding balance within instead of trying to juggle all the plates in the external and balance those What if you put the plates down and came back home to you? That is the purest embodiment of self-love. Honoring rest. Oh my God. We are such a tired culture. We do not allow ourselves to rest. When is the last time you said no to doing and yes, to just being in rest, allowing your body to slow down, allowing your body extra time to sleep, allowing yourself a moment of just stillness and rest. Enjoying that cup of coffee out on your front porch without your phone in your hand. Waking up in bed in the morning, intentionally breathing into how you want your day to feel and how you're going to show up for your day instead of scrolling on Facebook. This is how I embody self love. My daily habits include journaling and meditating and breathing, stillness and rest, reaching out for support when I need it, asking for my needs to be met when I need them, meeting my own needs, trusting myself. Setting boundaries, like these are the acts of self-love. Bubble baths are really nice. Spa days feel really good, but these are things that I have with me always. Whether I was a stay-at-home working mom or whether I punched a nine-to-five. Punched in at a nine-to-five or whether I had like the most chaotic day, life, job ever. You always have your breath. You always have your body. You always have your mind. Your soul is in you always. Check in. Choose you. Honor you. Do more of what makes you happy. These tools you have always. So this is how I embody self-love. And I invite you to get curious and maybe journal about what it is that makes you feel nourished and loved by you. Not everyone else around you. Not all of your external world. Not your partners. Not your parents. Not your spouse. Not your kids. How do you show your self-love? And can you do more of it? Do you need more of it? Do you desire more of it? I'm going to include a link for some journaling prompts in today's episode. I really like take this episode with you and spend some time getting curious about whether or not you need to up your self-love game. Is it serving you? Does it feel satisfying and nourishing? Do you feel fulfilled at the end of the day knowing that you showed up for you as best as you could? Or do you go to bed at night and go, what the fuck happened today? I completely lost myself. I, my desire for you is to allow self-love to not just be this cliche buzzword, but an embodiment of who you are always through the good seasons, through the bad seasons, through the easy seasons, through the hard seasons. Because you are worthy of loving yourself unconditionally and fully always. I hope this episode served you well. Don't forget to click that link in the show notes and take this episode a step further. And reach out to me. Share this. Tag me in a story. Tag me in a post. Like I'm so curious. What are your acts of self-love? How do they feel? What do you want more of? I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. And that is it for today's episode. I hope that these words activated and inspired something inside of you. And if they did, please share this episode with a friend or on your social media, and feel free to tag me so that I can say thank you. The more people who hear these words along their path, the more we can help inspire and heal the world. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review. Trust me, your future self will thank you. Sending love and light until next time. I'll see you soon.